James Booknight gets some run, and he goes off in the win against the Sacramento Kings. Nada Edwards, an old friend, comes by and joins us to talk about that and plenty more on Locked On Hornets. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. We live. <laughs> It's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. Thanks for making Locked On Hornets your first listen every day. We're free and we're available on all platforms, including YouTube. So go check us out on YouTube at Locked On Hornets. That's where you can also find our Twitter handle, Locked On Hornets, Walker Mail, Doug Branson, LOH, and our next guest. You can find him at Nada the Scribe. Still remember it. Still in my heart. I'll always remember that Twitter handle, Nada. How does it feel? You're a guest. How does it feel to be back on the show? Look, I'm just looking to find out where my old pack of gum was. I left it somewhere <laughs> in this show. It's not here. <laughs> where is my gum, Walker? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, did you take this gum? I did ate you? it. It's gone. It, it's where, it's it, where all I your free built bars used to be. Piece. Yeah. Yeah, it's gone I, now. I miss the built bars. I miss you guys. I miss talking Hornets, even though, again, if you check my Twitter account, that's all I talk about nowadays. But Nobody. I miss, I, I mean, I miss, I miss you guys. I miss this experience. Now, granted, uh, there are some, one of y'all has basically given up the rumor that I've sold out now, that I'm corporate and everything else like that. And I want to confirm that rumor that I have sold out. I've bought in. <laughs> um, and, and, and yes, I'm completely corporate now. So, and I, I, again, I miss you guys, but I'm enjoying the corporate life right now. Well, hopefully we can. Yeah, we're, we're going to try to to bring off the cuffs of what is the corporate life so you can have fun, <laughs> let loose here. We're happy that you're with us once again. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Prize Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Check them out at prizepicks.com. So you heard the tease coming in. James Booknight, not a, I'll give you the floor first here in a moment because <laughs> James Booknight has been your boy. We hadn't seen him get any run whatsoever because the Hornets put a playoff mandate out this season they decided that book night wasn't going to help them in the first what 25 ish games or so I guess really 20 and change and finally they had no choice but to roll with JT Thor they even had to roll with Kai Jones six minutes in this game because everybody that was in COVID protocol before we dive into book night's performance we did get some news today that one Mason Plumley and Jalen McDaniels are going to come back but two they're actually going to be assigned on rehab assignment and conditioning with the Greensboro Swarm so pretty interesting way of handling things we can get into that in a moment as well uh, we also have Terry Rozier who was back tonight against the Dallas Mavericks so lots of news but James Booknight the story the player of the game against the Sacramento Kings and what was a wild finish would you make of his performance Nada would you make of the Hornets win against Sacramento James Booknight looked like the, team, the guy that everyone wanted to trade Mitch Kupchak a whole bunch of picks for. That was the guy that we expected. That was the guy I championed. He, the prophecy was like lived out on, on uh, Friday night for that guy. I am impressed with his ability to shoot because I thought it wouldn't show up yet. I thought that would be a year two, year th three thing. I... I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I am. I was surprised. I didn't think he had that in him in him yet, but this just crowds a backcourt that already was fighting for a whole bunch of minutes be, between Cody Martin, Ish Smith, Terry Rozier's coming back. 
I want to see more book night. I don't want to see like the guaranteed minutes, but if he's going to be on, if he's going to be Vinny Johnson-esque, microwave-esque, I want to see more because this kid has a gear that I'm not sure many other guards on this roster do right now. Doug, yeah, what'd I you mean, think? They, Rook, yeah, yeah, what'd you think from the rookie? Uh, amazing speed, amazing handle. Uh, I mean, the, the shot that he hit to open the fourth quarter of, of that Sacramento win, the the step, the James Harden-esque sidestep uh, to beat Bagley and, and knock down the three-point shot. The shooting's there, the speed's there, the know-how is there, at least on the offensive end. He's got some catching up to do on the defensive end, but I think everything coming out of the draft was like, this kid's got a crazy work ethic. He's going to figure it out. And, and really, I think there's there were a lot of fans screaming for him to get more playing time. I think all of those fans have been avenged. I mean, they 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 look very right right now. And there were a few fans uh, that wanted to see James Booknight in some kind of deal for Miles Turner. There were a few hosts on this show who also suggested it. I was not one of them. I knew that Book the Rook could cook, and we were just waiting nice. for it to happen. <laughs> and I think now hands off book night at any kind of deal if they make one for miles you, turner that's like he's the one mc hammer can't touch this so, so basically there's two reasons one you wanted to throw me under the bus because he th- scored 24 points i think you just like to rhyme with his name that's the only reason you don't want to trade him for miles turner you just wanted to come up with a rhyming scheme and you it's got your one play reason done. it's not the reason it's one reason well yeah look and you know me like yeah this was great I like James Book Knight. I like the 24 points. I like the six of eight shooting. Everything is phenomenal with what Book Knight brought to you in this win against Sacramento. And of course, the future hopefully is bright for him, just like it was a good game against the Kings. Problem is, is here's not also discussing the backcourt. It's a little thick right now. Oh, and Cody Martin scored 19. Oh, and the defense from him was also pretty good against Sacramento. And so if you can find a way to keep Book Knight and go after Miles Turner, then I'd be willing to do that. I would, I'm not only willing, of course, that's the course of action you want to take. But if it comes down to a James Book night, and if he's not included in a deal, then there's no Miles Turner with other things in that package, well within reason, then I would be one that would still reluctantly, but still do it because I think Miles Turner increases the core, increases the team that much so. But none of that takes away from what he did. The shooting, you can't expect that to be there. He's going to have bad shooting nights if he gets 20 minutes again. That's going to happen where he goes one of seven. Expect that at some point. But the three-point shooting, just like LaMelo Ball last year, that was the thing that was supposed to take some time, and and he was going to be a really good finisher at the rim. The perimeter shot wasn't going to be there as much, but, of course, the debut – he shot lights out and it helped them. They needed every bit of it. You know, they only won this game by one point. They got a little lucky because of a couple of missed free throws at the end too. And so book night needed every one of them and the Hornets won because of it. Now let's be real here. Now I expect the book night coming back to earth. I expect the mental lapses, but at this point we already, we had kind of have to acknowledge that he's got a very solid foundation to start. And if he's got that kind of foundation, then as much as I like the th- very thick backcourt, like Megan the Stallion esque thick backcourt of wow. the Carol Horn. Two C's this backcourt has. Yeah, Absolutely. Yes, very no three C's. Three C's. Mm, this is okay. a three C's. Oh my <laughs> <laughs> But this is a three C like it's a very thick backcourt, but at this point, <laughs> it means like if Kelly Oubre is not on, you may be able to go to a book night. Or if Cody Martin's not having a great game, you may be able to go there. And at this point, we know that he can distribute. He can play a little bit of one, a little bit, not much. 
But if he's going to be that guy that can be plugged in anywhere, I kind of, even if he struggles, like, and we'll talk about this later, I kind of don't want to deal this anybody on this roster at this point. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with Nada here. If if the Hornets make a trade and I took a look and there was no book, Mm -hmm. I'd be shook. Yeah, we all would be. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Dr. Seuss. All right, how familiar does this sound? I'm moving. I'm not giving you any more time. No, no more rhyming, Doug. Let's get away from a that. Little bit more. How familiar does this sound? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the other good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place that means no more juggling remotes no need to buy another device ever again and the best part is that there's no annual contract get rid of the clutter get rid of the confusion and get your tv together with direct tv stream you can learn more at directtv.com that's directtv.com compatible devices required the content does vary by the package guys are coming back from protocol let's talk about that next on the lockdown hornets podcast This is Locked on Hornets. They're running their rookies to Greensboro. They're driving them to Greensboro and then driving them back the same day to play in an NBA game. I cannot (laughs) wait until the Hornets load manage. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. As I mentioned, we are getting some good news finally for the Hornets because they're starting this seven-game road trip tonight against the Dallas Mavericks, and really it's the first half of this road trip out west that are going to feature the most winnable games, and then you have Utah, then you have um, you have Denver at the end of this, and there, there's the other game. Oh, Phoenix. Phoenix is the other one that's going to be really tough to win. So you need all the guys back that you can possibly get. Well, we got news this weekend. Terry Rozier has now been freed from the COVID health and safety protocols. And he's going to be with the team. He's going to be available tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. So let's start there before we move to the other players that are out of COVID protocol. What is Terry Rozier being back with this team to you, Nada? And what does it mean maybe for the rotation as well as what you expect of him performance-wise? First things first, I think we need to keep expectations kind of low. Um, I do believe that this team is better when Terry Rozier's in it. I think this team has missed a little bit of shooting, a little bit of shooting per um, threats. I do believe that there's that, but I do think that we have a, we kind of have a like a protocol behind this now. Gordon Hayward took a little bit of time, didn't score that much when he came off of COVID. Same thing for Mason Plumlee that had a couple of, had a difficult time kind of readjusting himself back into the rotation into game shape. So I'm not expecting much for him tonight. I wouldn't expect much maybe for three or four games. It's going to take some time because this is a respiratory disease. That being said, that thick backcourt that we talked about only gets thicker now, and it allows for different kind of matchups. We've seen Terry Rozier play the one. This may mean that because of Ish Smith not being available the backup point guard is probably going to be Terry Rozier for the foreseeable future until Ish gets back and or a couple other guys. I do like what this will do in terms of versatility because I think a lot of the guys that were playing last week were kind of running out of uh, running out of gas right around that Sacramento game. I, I, I'm excited. I just don't expect much and probably fans shouldn't either at this point. 
Oh, I'm expecting a lot. I mean, it's it's amazing that the Hornets are going to have a point guard on the roster. That's incredible. They haven't. They've been missing all three of their point guards. They've had to sort of run their offense by committee. It's going to take a lot of pressure off of uh, guys like Miles and Cody and and Gordon Hayward, who have all had to sort of share responsibility for running this offense. Uh, so I think that's a big thing. We have to remember that Rozier heading into this absence was on a bit of a hot streak, uh, minus the Milwaukee game. The one the, the game before he went out. I mean, he had 31 points against Chicago. He had 31 points against Houston, 27 against Orlando. He was shooting very well. Um, so they're getting a major part of their offense back, and, and it's going to free up Cody, who's been amazing offensively. But, you know, I think they could use Cody's full attention on defense at this point. Uh, I think it's, it's a major win for the Hornets to get Rozier back, and hopefully it means LaMelo is not far behind. Yeah, sure. And, and I, it, it's certainly a huge win for the Hornets to get Terry Rozier back. But it, it kind of is, do you expect Terry Rozier to do what he was doing right at the end and continuing to shoot hot right before well, we that don't, injury? We don't know. Or, we, don't, we, we don't really know. We, we might get some more information pregame, but we don't really know what his condition was. Was it a situation where he – um, had COVID and was dealing with was symptomatic, or was it a situation where he had it and wasn't symptomatic, or was it a contact tracing kind of situation? I I, I don't know that we're totally sure about all but, that. And, and so. that. No, for sure, we don't know. My point being, do you think he's going to continue where he picked up right at the end, where he was shooting very well, or is there going to be some rust like there was when he came back without conditioning that first injury? Yes, uh, had an injury uh, at the beginning. At the, you, you think no rust? Do you think he's coming Part, out? Listen, and, listen. Okay. Listen, number one. <laughs> number listening. one. Are you listening? Number yes. one, he's a certified gamer. Number mm-hmm. two, part game, don't rust. That's what I'm saying. I'm with Nada. Part not game, a, don't rust. I'm, I'm, with, I'm with Nada. I think, I think there's some rust here. And the fact that like you finally get your point guard back, I don't think Terry Rozier is really a point guard. I think he's like more of a two guard and a point guard body, but he can shoot sure, really well. Sure, but I mean, he, so, can, he can run the show. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, he's more of a point guard than Cody Martin. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Like yeah, ball. that's true. Like that That's true. That's true. Um, but still, I think Terry Rozier, look, if he comes back and shoots well, I, I'm, I'm certainly hoping for it. And the Hornets are absolutely going to benefit from it, whether it's in this game, whether it's in this stretch, they're going to need Terry Rozier um, for sure. And hopefully he can be as effective as possible when he comes back. Now you have um, Jalen McDaniels and Mason Plumley, who are also out of protocol, but they're being sent to the swarm. Surprising to me, just because you don't. And I guess initially it's surprising, but we have seen James Brago use the G League so often, and it, it it seems you know all good in theory. It's exactly what minor league baseball is. It's what the major leagues do there, right? If anybody comes back from an injury, they go down to the AAA affiliate and they have a rehab assignment, and then they come back with the club once they feel they're ready and they've got a few games under their belt. I don't know if they're going to play for Greensboro. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to play a game. If they're just running with the swarm now before they hit the road. But interesting, because you don't see this all that often. Guys come back, and they're immediately with the team, especially with a team that has been as injured and has had as many people out as the Hornets have. Like, I thought maybe, like, hey, Mason, Jalen, they're not conditioned. Oh, well, just come back with us. But no, they're with Greensboro for the time being. Not what would you make of that news? They don't – that they really kind of are okay right now without both Plumley and McDaniels. Like, but I partially disagree with it. I think they need Plumley. I'm not so sure they need Jalen McDaniels right now, but we're seeing this a lot, especially with a team. Look at a team like Golden State. 
they've sent Clay Thompson down and James Wiseman down to rehab their injuries and practice with them so that they're not riding on the on the road with these guys. I kind of like that formula right now for what they're doing. I again and this the other thing is with this, we're looking at a team that basically, especially a, a player like Jalen McDaniels, who has probably seen what JT Thor is doing right now and is probably going to try and do too much too soon to get back to solidify his rotation minutes. The best thing for him long-term may be this Greensboro stint because when you try to do too much, you either hurt your team or hurt yourself. And in this case, I would much rather these guys be brought along slowly because this is a very, very, very long road trip. Yeah, I mean, I think it speaks to the fact that there is less and less of a stigma around being around a G League team if if you've been, you know, a pro, a pro for a while. So I, I think that's a cool thing. But I think this is also a unique situation, and it's it's a unique situation around the league dealing with working guys back in off protocol because they can't be around the team. You know, with a typical injury, uh, you you could still be around the team and practice with the team and. Um, you know, work your way back before you ever, you know, were even brought off the injury list and made available to play. This is not that situation. And and I also wonder, and I, I don't really have any information on this, but I also wonder with a respiratory illness like COVID, and again, we don't know whether they had it or were symptomatic or whatever, uh, but we do know that Joel Embiid had it and we do know that he dealt uh, pretty harshly with it or it dealt harshly with him and he's had to work his conditioning back. He still feels like he's not 100%. So I wonder if there's even more care being taken with players coming off of protocol who were symptomatic uh, to make sure that they are that that their lungs are ready, that they're conditioned, that they're ready to play basketball. You add on the fact that they're on a long road trip and I think it all unique situation kind of makes sense. Yeah, that that's and that's kind of where I arrived too, especially with the Hornets, right? Like they, they they use the Greensboro Swarm so much. If a team would kind of go this route, it would absolutely be Charlotte. And it's funny you bring up the stigma surrounding the G League. Hornets have been trying to break that mold for a while. And I remember we yeah. had this conversation a lot with Dwayne Bacon, where he just wanted to go down because the dude just wanted to hoop. It's why we fell in love with him, at least at the beginning, and then just never could take that next step up after being a guy that was thrust into a more important role. Borrego realized about 15 games into that next season, yeah, this ain't going to work. Dwayne Bacon just going to have to stick in the Greensboro because it's the best place for him. But it, it wasn't a punishment, right? Devontae Graham kind of viewed it the same way it was a real developmental tool that they I don't know if they mastered it but man like Devonte, we, we know we know the player development part of things here with the team and now the fact that Jalen and Mason like they know that's not where they're going to stay you know Mason certainly Jalen he's he's not a G leaguer now I mean if he's 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 at least with the NBA team that might not get as much run but that he's not staying with the swarm and so it's interesting you bring that up Borrego's kind of had that mindset and the and the players with this team have had that mindset for a long time and and, and quickly and quickly to Nada's point they need Mason back as quickly as possible and the Hornets understand that we don't we don't yeah I think PJ Washington is still questionable so they may head yeah. into this Dallas game with again really no uh oh um, Nick Richards may be back but uh you know they they may be still very thin at the center position so they need him so the fact that he may not be available for this game I think says that, that whatever they're doing they feel like it's necessary man you know what though and and not a you brought up like JT Thor Jalen McDaniels coming back and might you know, he needs to, fills the need to press because JT Thor has been playing so well. And kudos to him, 28 minutes. But 
how how much would you love to have a JT Thor at the five because you're kind of pressed for it? <laughs> McDaniel's, Miles Bridges, all in there in the front court. Like that is a lot of switchability. I don't know why you're shaking your head, Nada. I think that's a great little lineup for them, especially if you need to put because Nick Richards, <laughs> PJ Washington, Mason Plumley, none of those guys available. Put Thor at like you have some length in the front court with them. I, I would be interested in that lineup. I Great like defensive lineup. rebounds. That's why. I like defensive rebounds. Well, who else I, you going like to have rebound up? for you? I mean, they, you got all your 6'10 guys that are out. P.J. Washington, like the tallest guy on the team, or maybe Kai Jones. <laughs> like, you know, that, you're, that's you're, it. You're telling, even in a, like, at this point, I would, even if he gets pushed under the underneath the goal entirely too much for my liking, give me Kai Jones in that situation over J.T. Thor. Like that's that's where I'm at with this right now. I yeah. trust none of I trust neither one, but give me give barely give me Kai Jones over JT Thor in that situation. I don't, I don't need a rebound. I don't know about that. I Way mean I and, and I'll just say this about well well, because look, I think Kai um has some great raw potential, but I, I saw and he got some fourth quarter run, so obviously mm-hmm. the coaching staff, you know, trusted him enough to put him in the fourth quarter. Well, of, that was that about Vernon Carey. That was more about Vernon Carey than it was. Well, about. that's that's fine, but I mean, I I see I see the raw potential, but I also see very clearly why mm-hmm. Kai Jones isn't ready uh, to play serious minutes, and I, I I don't see that as much with JT Thor. I think he can play a very specific role for an NBA team right now, um, whereas I I think Kai Jones still needs a season or two. All right, this holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. It's Built Bar, and it's filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, but it's also high in protein. You get the best of both worlds. It's delicious, and it's healthy, plus they have so many flavors. You'll have a hard time choosing which one is your favorite. I like the intersection of fruit and chocolate, so give me the raspberry, the orange, the banana bread Built Bar is so good. Love them all, really, the staples and the limited time flavors. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off of your order. And then go to Bet Online because they've got you covered all season for more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. You can head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. Bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKED15 to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the games start. We've had some boneheaded plays this year. Maybe you want to call them boners. We'll talk about that segment at the end of the year and how the Hornets were able to escape with a win against the Kings. I can't believe I just said that on this podcast. Join us next segment, Lockdown Hornets. This is Locked on Hornets. So if you don't believe in the moon landing, Mm -hmm. then what would you say is the greatest human achievement? I think the greatest achievement of all time, and I think it's Vince Carter doing 360s clockwise rather than counterclockwise. It's really tough. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Doug, so you're cooking up a segment that you want to do at the end of the year, and it it caused me 
to say that what I just did to tease it coming into this third and final segment of the day? Is that what happened? Can you please That's explain me. what you want to do? This is if you're if you're watching on YouTube, which you should be. This is me cooking up this segment. Um, yeah, I mean, Stirring the there, pot we've, is what you're doing. Well, this this like segment will. What's oh yeah well yeah it's kind of a vertical cabbage patch you don't see that very often the vertical cabbage patch Revo- I'm revolutionizing white I'm pre- guy dancing moves yeah I'm pretty sure Juwan Howard did that when they were going to the final four I think that's what happened uh, yeah and, there and you the, go yeah there there you go that looks the exact same all right Doug tell us about the segment uh, well we've just had a few plays including Cody Martin in this uh, last game against Sacramento fouling not realizing he was in the uh, that the Hornets were in the bonus sent the Aaron Fox to the Line for two free throws, luckily, uh, and the Hornets were up one, and luckily Fox missed both free throws, and they missed the putbacks, and Hornets win. Yay! But we've had a few plays like this, some some boners, and I really want to, I really want to uh, kind of gather all of these up and maybe do a little award ceremony at the end of the year, boners of the year. We've had Lamelo uh, showboating, missing the layup. We've had Kelly Oubre uh, missing the layup against Philly in the first overtime game. So if you guys know of any more. Send them to us. We'll celebrate. We'll laugh. Uh, hopefully, the Hornets will have a, a winning record at the end of the year, and we can all um, laugh at at some of the goofiness. So, so, let me get this straight real quickly. You're asking people and listeners to send you their boners. Is that what's happening? I love it. I, I would like, yeah. At Locked On Hornets, um, send me what you got. Uh, hope, hope I'm glad great. to see that the maturity <laughs> level has has um. Dipped. I don't know what you're talking about. I left. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Thanks, Doug. I appreciate that. Thanks for getting everybody involved. That's exactly the way we want our listeners to be involved with this Lockdown Hornets podcast. All right. They have the Dallas game tonight. Uh, they've got Luka Doncic, one of the best players in the entire NBA, a guy that's constantly in the MVP race, but they haven't been winning as much with a guy like that. In fact, you looked at uh, if you look at the last six games, they're one in five in their last six games. They're still two games above 500 at 15 and 13, um, but not been playing so well lately. Now, just like the Hornets, they lost to the 76ers. Oh, excuse me. I'm not. Oh, goodness gracious. I'm not on the Mavericks record right now. I'm on. <laughs> I'm on the Hornets. That's what's happening. Yeah, maturity level has been great. Excellent. Oh, I think that I think that qualifies as a boner yeah. of the year right That's there. I'm boner. typing it yeah, in. That's Walker. It. Yeah, because uh, I was gonna say, yeah, Luca actually out. Uh, probably, yeah, I, I think he's say. been already declared out for well, this game. Well, and I know that, uh, but but here here what you've seen from them. I knew the Mavericks were losing. It's actually one in their last five. Uh, is their record in the last game? I was like, yeah, it's pretty similar to what the Hornets, but no, it's actually it, what I was reading was verbatim what the Hornets had done. They're 13 and 13. They're 500 this season. Um, and they have not still been playing very well. Their only win is against the Grizzlies here recently. They just lost to the pay or their, the Thunder is their last win as well. Um, so you look at what the Mavericks have done, um, still not necessarily playing as well as they would want to out West. I mean, second half of a back to back right now. Again, like you said, against OKC, Porzingis is one of the few guys you got to watch out for. More importantly, make sure Tim Hardaway Jr. doesn't kill you. This should be a win. This should be. Will it be? Probably not. Like, this should be an easy win. Prepare for San Antonio, whatever. This is probably going to be one of those games where we're going to be pulling our hair out because they've made enough mistakes to keep this close. But this should not be a close game. Not if you want to call yourself a playoff team. 
Uh, Porzingis has traditionally given the Hornets a lot of issues. It'll be interesting to see, you know, with no Plumlee and, you know, having to utilize Nick Richards, maybe Vernon Carey, like how, how they figure out the Porzingis situation. We know Porzingis likes to stretch defenses, though. I think over the last few games, not shooting very well from three. Uh, luckily, the Hornets won't have to deal with Luka Doncic, although Doncic, I think, along with the entire team, and maybe the Mavericks go as Doncic goes, but Doncic has been underwhelming. There have been conditioning issues that have not, seemingly nothing to do with COVID or anything. He just kind of came uh, not not ready, a little too bulky. Uh, so, he enjoyed the Patriots um, a little bit too much in the offseason. Yeah, I think so. Um, Dallas has got a lot of great food, so I get it. But, um, yeah, so he wasn't ready, but they don't have to deal with that. And so, yeah, I mean, you're dealing with Jalen Brunson at this point, who's, you know, a, a worthy fill-in. I don't think this is going to be easy, um, but I think certainly the Hornets have the best chance to beat the Mavericks uh, at this point in the season. Man, I really botched that whole thing. I'm looking back at it. I mean, that that whole setup was just about as bad as it could get. And now I missed the layup, the first layup in overtime against Philly. That's me fouling De'Aaron Fox. That's me doing every bad thing that the Hornets have done so far. That setup was awful. I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry that everybody well, luckily, had to listen to that. Well, luckily you have two um, very handsome, very smart co-hosts. And mm-hmm. that is equivalent to De'Aaron Fox missing both of the free throws. One, two, me and Nada. That's both the free throws missing, yeah. mm-hmm. saving you the host, Cody Martin, from a huge boner. Thank you. I mean, um, congrats well, on showing us your boner, Walker. Thank you. Yeah, we, we just yeah no, I hope that. you guys I hope you guys were able to sidestep it. Here's the thing with the Mavericks as well. When we talk about, like, Nada, you said it should be a win. Do you remember that game a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. it was the most winnable by advanced metrics based off of days of rest, how many the Hornets had, how many the Mavericks had? It was in the Spectrum Center, and it was supposed to be the most winnable game of the year for any NBA team and the Hornets lost to the Dallas Mavericks. And so while the Dallas Mavericks might seemingly, if they have a couple things going against them, you would think the Hornets would win. Man, it, they're, they're a different team. Charlotte's different this year. You could feel good about them. But I, I don't know if I've, I've, shaking, I've shaken that feeling yet. No, like anything could go wrong. No, no, you shouldn't. You, again, you watch this Hornets team. What can go wrong will often go wrong. I mean that's that's kind of the but this feel but guys guys this feels different this team feels different this is not that same team this is an incredibly resilient team that has been dealing with so much and we keep waiting for them to uh, you know fall over themselves and we wouldn't even blame them at this point if they got blown out mm-hmm. uh, but but they haven't I mean they keep fighting and look the the Mavericks uh, struggle to shoot from outside the Hornets are blazing hot from outside I mean I think offensively they can beat this team um, yeah. and and if defense if they just play a little bit of defense I think they've got a shot against the Mavericks so I'm, I'm looking at their uh, kind of cleaning the glass profile and not a single player that gets like significant usage except for Jalen Brunson, who is a reserve that you know only gets time and major time and Luca misses. He's the only player that gets significant usage who has a points per shot attempt that's above average. They just they're not a good offensive team. And I think the I think the Hornets play well against teams that can't match their shooting ability. Oh yeah, no, that all all reasons to expect the Hornets to win. You know, it, especially even if you still have only Terry Rozier coming back. All reasons to expect the Hornets to win. And like I said, in the beginning of this road trip, this is where you have to take advantage. You know, it's the Mavericks, it's the Spurs. These are the most winnable games compared to Utah, Phoenix, Denver to end it out. And I know Denver hasn't looked like the Denver of old, but we know that Jokic, those big guys, are the hardest matchups for the Charlotte Hornets team. And so I would like – got to have – 
you, know, you got to take advantage of the first four games of this road trip as much as any. Absolutely. I would say I would include the Blazers in that. Like they should win three the first three games of this road trip and then go from there. Like from there, we'll see. But no back to backs either. Like that yeah. helps. Like this this is a road trip that should be fairly scalable considering what it was looking like at the beginning of the season, because I called this the toughest road trip. And this was the road trip that I felt like was going to trip them up long-term. And it's looking a lot easier than it actually is right mm-hmm. now. And and listen, as long as you play James Booknight, a win will always be in sight. Thanks oh, for making Lockdown Hornets your first listen every day. Right? We are free <laughs> and available. They'll, he'll, on- they'll show some fight all your on all your platforms now make your second listen locked on bets your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs locked on bets hosted by your boy q with expert analysis and insight from lee sterling it's free and available on all platforms nada edwards coming back on the show to talk some hoops and hornets with us nada appreciate the time man thanks as always come on now as long as i get my gum back by the next time i'm back i'm cool All right, Bill Bars and Gum, you got it next time you join us. Hopefully, we can have you join soon. That's it for Lockdown Hornets today. We'll be back with you. uh, We'll be back with you tomorrow. The show is tight.